0: In studio, I've got two um, very local yokels. <laughs> Can I call <laughs> you that? Now we are, now we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jeanette and Richard Loring, welcome to Radio Halderberg. No strangers to the studio. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got you here because you had the immense honor and pleasure of meeting Prince Philip, And we're all, everybody is so sad about uh, uh, about uh, his death last week So good morning to you, good morning yeah, Richard Good, good morning, good morning Hi. Jeanette Hi, it's Wonderful to be
1: with all of your listeners on 93.6
0: That's right, so uh, it's great to have you Richard let me start with you How did it come about that you got to meet Prince Philip? Because it's not something that the average South African will just get to do in your lifetime Correct. So how did this happen?
1: Well, firstly, uh, let me just say, I think the passing of Prince Philip is uh, is something that the whole world has responded and reacted to. Mm. And I think rightly so, because he did so much work uh, undercover, shall we say, or mm. not, not up front, uh, through his foundation. And uh, it was through the Duke of Edinburgh Foundation that both Jeanette and I had the pleasure of meeting him, which, uh, interestingly enough, started three or four years ago at oh. Sun City, When Peter Venison, who was then very still involved with Sun City, Mm -hmm. used to do a a great big golf tournament, and part of the golf tournament was a big event where they would put on uh, a show, Mm -hmm. and one year we did a show with African Footprint there, and that was for the Duke of Edinburgh Foundation. It went down so well that um, a couple of years later we were invited to go back and do a, a similar thing, but obviously not with Footprint. Yeah. But I had a show at the time called The Young Ones, and um, so I stripped the show down from where I was in Johannesburg, at the soundstage, shipped it all up overnight to mm. Sun City, um, did presented the show, and much to my surprise and, and to my honour, um, the uh, chairman came up to me and said, the, um, Prince Edward would like to um, meet you. Uh, wow. like to He'd like to say hello to you. And we sat down on a one-on-one for 15 minutes, Um, He spoke about the show. He spoke about how could I have taken a show from Johannesburg Mm -hmm. overnight and presented in such a fashion. And, of course, if if you recall, (laughs) um, he worked for Andrew Lloyd Webber for a few Mm. years as an assistant stage manager or producer. Um, And then we were then invited by... um, uh, uh, Alex Van Heeren of mm-hmm. Grand Provence uh, to do a similar event at Grand Provence again to raise money for the Duke of Edinburgh Foundation and sure. Prince Edward was, was there again, he took the moment to actually in front of everybody say I don't know how you do it but thank you Um, And it was as a result of those conversations and meeting Alex von Heeren, uh, I kind of very casually said, well, wouldn't it be wonderful if we we could bring Footprint and present it either at the Palace, Buckingham Mm -hmm. Palace or St. James's Palace, a bit of a wild dream. And kind of everybody looked at me, but Edward looked at me and said, well, I think, yes, I think we could somehow manage that. And, And then just literally... Out of the blue, I got the call from Alex one here, and he said, Richard, where are you going to be? It's such a date. Where am I? The Mm -hmm. cast, in other words. And we were in Germany.
0: Wow, so not far. And so, um,
1: (laughs) literally in June of uh, 2005, a a week before we started preparing, and a a week before the event, we put the whole cast 40 people, costumes, drums, took them all over to London, uh, rehearsed at St. James's Palace. Um, uh, we were told to keep the drums down We were told not to make oh. s- not, not to make too much noise <laughs> but, but then the major in charge Hit me, Richard, he said, when you do the show Yes, you can lift the volume I was
0: about to say, I mean, the, <laughs> yes. the, the drums are so part of Africa Very, you know, very much yeah, So <laughs>
1: and so the, the event arrived And there were Jeanette and I with, Again with Peter Venison, who's now A knight order of the uh, foundation mm-hmm. And we were introduced on a one-on-one basis to um, Prince Philip or Duke of Edinburgh. Um, The Queen wasn't there that night.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, But I did have the opportunity to to say to him, um, you would not know this, but as a young boy of 16, Mm -hmm. I was one of six people chosen from the island of Guernsey to be at the coronation.
0: Wow. And
1: I stood outside Buckingham Palace and said, I would have waved at you. You wouldn't have seen me, but I do remember (laughs) the occasion. So. So, so then, then the event took place. Um, we were invited into the art gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, very splendid, as you can imagine. The Hall of St. James's mm-hmm. Palace is like Buckingham Palace. Mm, big, absolutely broad, beautiful. Ab- in- quite incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, he then invited Jeanette and I to sit next to him. He's got a little kind of a, a wooden throne that he sits on. He has a back problem, which he's had for many years. Mm-hmm. And he leaned back and he looked at me and must say, Well, looked, he nodded at Jeanette, nodded at me, and the drums started, and within literally 15 seconds he turned and looked at me he said hmm? this has got to be better than going to the gym
0: wow <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah. And
1: then, then from there we stood up he invited us to walk down with him and he said Richard um is there anything that I can do he said firstly I would like to ask you if your wife may mm-hmm. join me at my table tonight I said wow absolutely uh, your your excellency I said I know the cast I'm really (laughs) dying to meet you, and he just nodded at his aide. He did a left turn, and he then spent 25 minutes having individual pictures taken with the whole of the cast.
0: What I'm going to interrupt you. What did that tell you about the man that was Prince Philip? That moment when he spends that he takes time, Mm -hmm. additional time, to spend with them.
1: That he cared about people. He cared Mm -hmm. about people who were doing something for him. I mean, he could not. uh, the, the word compliment is the wrong word, but he couldn't say enough, uh, be gracious enough mm. to say how much he was he appreciated. Just bearing in mind that night there were probably only 180, perhaps maybe 150 guests from around the world sure. that had paid a million rand <gasps> pounds to be there. Wow, so foundation. really. So the, the African footprint mm-hmm. was a. Uh, something that had never been there they had not had an african group mm. uh, in this particular function and so we we had the function we had the most wonderful evening we mm-hmm. the, the the most memorable moment for me and then jeanette will take over
0: uh-huh. was
1: when we went into the gardens okay and as we were very very quietly then all of a sudden the black watch Came out and did mm. beat the retreat. Now, you mm-hmm. see 60 pipers and the, everything come out of the gardens, that's and I mean, that's that's tear jerking. And yeah. then he w- then walked up, everybody had been put into a specific place, only realized afterwards why, mm-hmm. so that he could actually say goodnight to everybody. Okay, and so as he walked past and he saw me and he saw Jeanette, he looked at me, he said, and he smiled, he said. I think our guys made more noise than yours. <laughs> <laughs> it shows that he's got an incredible, incredible sense yeah. of humor, as you'll hear from Jeanette. He's human. Mm. He cared about people. Mm. And I think that's why there's been this incredible, incredible, mm. warm-hearted response to a gentleman of note and integrity.
0: Absolutely. And I think that also talks, there's a degree of humility, despite the position, despite no the, the privilege, a um, humility that remained at his core. So that's absolutely, it's such a beautiful, heartwarming story. And I I can just imagine all those members of Footprint who now look back on that moment and know that they met this, that they were really truly in the presence of a great Mm -hmm. man. Well,
1: if you can imagine this cast of 40 with their tracksuits on with African Footprint, proudly South African, arriving at St. James's Palace and all the security and all the guards outside doing their drill and everything else going on. And we're looking at each other and thinking, is, is this, is this okay, real? Pinch, in pinch fact, myself.
0: In <laughs> fact,
1: I, there was a very good friend of mine, two very good friends in London. One is Sir Cameron McIntosh, who mm-hmm. we've been friends for years. And his very good friend is my very good friend, Barry Burnett. Cameron couldn't come, and Barry came as, as my guest. Okay. And he stood behind me, And as the event was going on, he tapped me on the shoulder (laughs) and he whispered in my ear and he said, Richard, could you have ever imagined when we were in the West End in the 60s (laughs) that I would be standing here with you tonight in this event?
0: Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Mm. If you've just tuned in, this is Radio Holderberg 93.6 FM. My name is Vanessa Bourne. This is In The Zone. And my guests this morning are Richard and Jeanette Loring. And we're we're reminiscing about uh, how they met Prince Philip. Um, And uh, this is our little tribute to um, the monarch who passed away last week sadly at the age of 99 Jeanette your experience and you you got to you got to kind of sit next to him
2: for quite a while yes it it was it was really really special I was uh, I mean there I was in my traditional ball gown and it was a very glamorous event and I went down I sat sat next to him, and i I mean you, I, I really felt nervous because mm-hmm. I mean, what and um, what do you start saying to him you know yes. you, can't, you can't exactly say you know so what do you do for a living you know? <laughs> and I was really nervous and especially as he had a a reputation for for uh, not really very being very tolerant of people who are not too bright mm-hmm. and um, I just I, I, I remember that I'd been at, at an event of the Duke of Edinburgh Trust Awards and uh, where some awards had been handed out to convicts who'd worked towards them mm-hmm. and so I had something to grasp onto so mm-hmm. I, I said what a great award it was and and then we went back to how it started and he said that apparently his headmaster from Gordonston okay. had advised him and said he's now got responsibility and, and uh, this is an opportunity to do something for the youth and uh, um, so he started them that, talking about that, and I had been a girl guide, and so we talked about girl guides and how it hasn't really been that popular these days and why that should be and we're just really chatting and talking mm. and and um, and then he he talked about his sisters who'd married and married uh, German princes That's and of course right. the bu- the, um, the public weren't too keen you know weren't too happy about that in in mm. the early 50s and um, then he and then he said to me and he says and of course now I've got family all over the place you know <laughs> I said and then uh, it's a little flippant and I said uh, I said oh, gosh I can imagine now you go out you have to kind of look at your wardrobe and see the family tree and see who we're we <laughs> going to meet tonight you know yes. he says well it's a little like that of course I didn't <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we were really chatting away and 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 talking about all sorts of things and about the youth and problems and things and I sat there and I remember sort of saying a silent prayer of thanks to all my educators mm. you know my parents um, girl guides school school mm. teachers etc and all the subjects I'd learned and I was so grateful for <laughs> everything that I'd remembered it so I could actually actually converse with him and he was really very pleasant and he was really honestly just like my uncle wow and um i and we were chatting so much that that actually for a moment we i think we both suddenly froze and we thought gosh you know we're really being rude to the other people at the table Mm -hmm. and we both then started chatting to the other people at the table you know but I, i really felt um I thought, gosh, you're you're a really good man, a fine mm. man, and highly intelligent and witty, and mm. what a great opportunity! I have to ask you this question because I, I would be sitting there thinking,
0: oh my goodness, I hope I don't use the wrong fork.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, that goes back a few a few decades before that because when I was really young when I met Richard. When I was 20 years old, and mm. I was I hadn't been out to fancy restaurants and everything, and, mm. I, and I was really terrified. Mm. So I bought a. Um, an etiquette book. Okay. <laughs> so, so I had a little bit of practice before. <laughs> I know, because you always
0: see them, you know, on television, you see them setting up these, yes. these huge dinners and there's just forks galore yes. and knives mm-hmm. and spoons yes. and all sorts of, so uh, that would have been my concern as well. But well,
1: they'll look at you very quietly and say, start from the outside and work your way into the centre.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <You> know, wait <laughs> that's a second. It's easy when <laughs> yes. they say
1: that until you sit down and you see what's actually laid out in front of you. Wow. And it's quite it's incredible. Yeah. Like, a, like a minefield. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm assuming that you will be watching on Saturday. Uh, I think we will no, be watching. No question, yeah. So yeah. question. Absolutely. So uh, yeah. I, think, I think it's going to be one of those. It's very sad, I think, for the UK right now that uh, with COVID they're not going to be able to line the streets. They have been asked not to do that. Yes. And, yes. of course, with social distancing, so I think it really is sad and, and as I said to you, you know um, the Queen celebrates her birthday next week, Absolutely. so which is very tragic um, yeah. sort I, th- of I think
1: also if I, if I look at the cast, you were all young African boys and girls not brought mm. up with uh, British royalty, yes, um, how they responded. Uh, how they did the event, how they presented themselves, mm. um, the remarks that all the, they got back from the guests. Yes. But on the passing of um, the Duke the mm-hmm. other day, the message I got from various members of the cast just saying, for them it was mm-hmm. one of the most, uh, we're talking about 20 years of African yeah. football and traveling the world, for them it was one of the most memorable wow. moments of their life, meeting him and him taking the trouble to sure. actually have an individual picture taken with yes, each and wonderful. every one yeah. I that's mean that shows and then a group photograph mm. which I love it's yes, yeah. beautiful yeah. thanks yeah. for sending that yeah, yeah. and
0: mm. I thank you so much for taking the time to come and speak not to at us all, not I, at all. I think I think it just brings it a bit closer to home and yes. I I uh, you know it, it tells us a little bit more beyond the crown and all the documentaries yes. that we see mm. of of the person and I think that's always important and um, I think what I what I Will remembers the immense respect for a man who had to walk two or three steps behind his wife at yes. every event. Um, that he wasn't the the, the he wasn't the um, the, the, the shiny focus, he, the he focus, wasn't the focus yeah. and um, and how he had to grapple with yes. um, his position
2: in the royal family. But ultimately, a life of service yes. and no and working really hard. I mean, remember yeah. that that well. Uh, um, that particular event was about the sixth event that he'd actually attended sure. that day. You know, it's really exhausting. Yeah. He, he traveled, and traveled
1: yeah. the country in a helicopter. But I say when, when people say to mm. me, give me one memory of him, it's walking past the troop of the, the, um, the Black Watch who have just done the, mm. the retreat and everything. And he looks at Jeanette and he smiles and he <laughs> looks wow. at me and he said, Richard. Our guys made more noise than yours. And Fantastic. I thought, you know, that's a very simple but a very poignant moment. Very much so.
0: <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Thank you. Richard and Jeanette thank Loring, you. thank you so much for taking the time. It's great to have you back. Thank and you um, have a wonderful day. And, um, yeah, be thinking of you as well And, and uh, on, on Saturday when we're watching the funeral. Yeah, and thank for all you, all your listeners, all the
1: thank you always uh, for listening in. And we, we appreciate your time. Thank, thank
0: you so much. Thanks, thank Vanessa. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.